Hi guys, you are now listening to episode 50 of the No Shame In My Name podcast. I'm your host, Juliana, and today we're joined by a special guest. Hey, I'm Chini. Um, and I also have a podcast as well. So um, yeah, I'm on It's A Constant podcast and yeah. Yes, I love, love, can I just say that like twice? I love <laughs> your podcast. You guys doing Astrid, your podcast is amazing. Can you like share more about what you talk about? So we talk about African history um, and we also, because the name It's a Continent is really around how, you know, you always get people that think that Africa is a country and they'll generalize. Yes. Um, so it's really about understanding that there's so much more to the continent than that um, and looking at all the stories that we didn't learn in school, basically. So, so good. I, I was just listening to um, your Namibia one this morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in disbelief. Mate. <laughs> I was just in shock. I was like, what? <laughs> there is no, there's a lot of things that we cover that honestly, I just can't believe that these things happened and I'm just learning about it now, you know. But yeah, no, nah, it's what you what you girls are doing is just so incredible in terms of yeah, just opening up that conversation and it's so like digestible. I'm like, if my history classes were like this in school, I mean <laughs> <laughs> If I didn't have to learn about Henry the Eighth's baby bums, then maybe <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is too funny. I guess I'm just going to head on to the question which I ask all my guests, which is um, what name are you bringing to the podcast and why? So the name that I'm bringing to the podcast is my full name. So it's Chinazum, which is an Igbo name. Um, I guess I've often gone by my shortened form just for like convenience and not wanting it to be butchered just owing to experience but yeah that's the name that I'm going with today. Do you know the story behind your name? So I guess because the meaning of my name is God caters for me so I guess it would probably be the case of the circumstances in which I was born so I guess that's kind of how my parents uh, named each of us so I've got two siblings also have Igbo names as well Um, so I was actually like a, a home birth so it was quite unusual Um, although Thankfully, my dad's a doctor, so he was actually able to kind of help in that setting. And then when I got to the hospital and things, there are pictures of me that looks like, um, you know, I'm in an incubator. And then someone said, oh, you're premature. And I was like, oh, no, 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 because I was born at home. And then um, obviously you're not in hospital conditions. And as a baby, I'd be really cold. So I guess it was just like those circumstances in that, you know, through um, faith as well, um, that, you know, God has like protected me in those circumstances. So, yeah, that's kind of how... Um, I believe the name came about. And what was it like actually growing up with that as your first name? Because I feel like most, I don't know, I'm only speaking from my experience, but we have English first names and the middle Ibo names. I don't know, like, what was it like growing up with? So for me, it's like, I'm like the same but reverse. So my middle name um, is kind of like a quote unquote English name. I guess for me as well in school, um, I grew up in South End. So if you're looking like there were no black people, let alone Igbo people, right? (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it was in school that I guess I did start kind of assimilating with my shortened form and it kind of just stuck. Um, But then I think looking back on it, the fact that if when I was in school and teachers didn't make any attempt to kind of pronounce it or they'll just look at it be like oh yeah I can't I can't pronounce this one or just like not attempt or just butcher it Um, I've had several just awful takes I've been called all sorts of things from like cinnamon to chinook I honestly it's 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 a mess 
as I then went to uni um, and then even work, um, I found that they just were able to just say my name and it wasn't really a big deal. <laughs> um, How important do you think it is for teachers to address people's names? That your name isn't even that. It's not even, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's not even that deep. Like it's not, it's not difficult. And you look at it, you literally, you know, with our languages, when uh, the written form is literally say what you see, isn't it? So yeah. it's not really that difficult. How would you go about teaching people? I mean, do you have to teach people how to say it properly these days? I find these days not so much, although I do tend to kind of assimilate a bit more with my shortened name, but I have found that people who look at my name do just pronounce it correctly um but i think that is important for teachers to make an effort particularly in like formative years so you know secondary school i think was when it was quite bad for me but yeah. those are the times where you're growing into yourself and you know it's it's important to to at least make an effort because it's it's a different culture and it's like learning about that culture mm-hmm. whereas for me when i was um you know in like reception so early primary school no problem because you know I guess in that role the teacher is almost like a almost like a parent figure when you're in primary school to you so they're not gonna sort of mess up um so yeah I I guess it's just important because particularly in secondary school um, because it's then actually learning to appreciate that culture because growing up people have you know been like particularly in primary school they'd be like oh what does that name mean because they want out of curiosity rather than kind of just being dismissed or you know can't be bothered attitude that I faced in secondary school you said it was like in your adult years that you've come to embrace I guess the fullness of your name was there a distinct moment that like that kind of happened or was it yeah I guess it was just like gradual I guess also just uh, in the news as well Fandy Newton I don't know if you saw as well she's like recently like reclaimed the the kind of non-anglicized spelling of her name so you kind of see all these like people doing this and you're just like yeah okay like I kind of embrace it more because it does reflect my culture although then again you know a lot of us we do shorten our names we kind of you can still point out that it's an Ibo name just by the shortened form so there's that as well that that I feel like um that Tandy or Tandiwe is it Tandiwe she said oh yeah 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 that's right that debate, I feel, feel like it's quite interesting. How important do you think names really, really are? Like, because I know there's so many layers to it. It's crazy, isn't it? Because names is something that you you can never actually, unless you did deed poll, you, you never pick your name. So it's odd because you have to embrace this thing that your parents have given you and you, you don't really have a choice but to grow into it um but quite often those names are given for a particular reason you know circumstances of birth or you know the situation that your family was in like those kind of things so there is usually like a sentimental um aspect to it and there is usually a lot of thought that goes into it as well um and one thing about nigerian names i can only speak for nigerian names really but they always have meaning they're always so powerful you know yeah. it's always like uh, a declaration of like faith in in a sense there's always you know this kind of chi you know after the chineke and then like yoruba culture you know like the olu as the prefix you know so they have they carry a lot of of meaning um so for me i'm like yeah you know um god caters for me i'm just like yeah you know he's protecting me i've got this kind of thing is it's it's nice to to have meaning and then kind of apply that i know you and astrid in it's a continent pod you talk a lot about 
um, all these African countries and their pre-colonial history, mm-hmm. their post-colonial history. How important, like, what role do you think names played in that kind of transition for these countries? I mean, being given new names individually, like personally, and then nations being given new names as well? Yeah, quite often the new names that we've come across in the countries we've looked at so far, they often um, are perhaps named after like an an ancient empire so for example um benin the you know the country benin but of course yeah. in nigeria you have benin city and you have the benin empire that was within nigeria kind of spilling over into benin i guess from a pre-colonial uh, sense but that country was previously named dahomey uh, which i think was another empire but they renamed it to benin after that benin empire that was in nigeria also ghana i believe previously known as the gold coast um, came to be after that the name came about after another um, ancient empire within uh, Western Africa. So it's interesting because the colonial countries, the colonial names for the countries kind of were just named after just the resources or the location. So like Gold Coast, you're yeah. just like, okay, that's where we get our gold from. Um, it's nice, it's really good to see that the new names for these countries kind of embody um, the the great history um, of, of pre-colonial Africa. I guess another example is uh, Burkina Faso. Um, that was uh, land of the upright people. Oh yeah, it was called Upper Upper Volta before. So, I can't remember. It was just like named like a geographic location that the colonizers was just like, okay, geographical name. But mm. yeah, I guess it just goes to show the importance of actually um, having a, a name that reflects the history. Another interesting one, I guess, is um, South Africa, which is obviously still called South Africa, but yeah. there were times, there were calls at the time for it to be called Anzania. So it just goes to show that the name of the country is just as important as the flag changes that happened during the fall of colonialism as well. I feel that though, within African diaspora or Nigerian diaspora within the UK, we don't, we still hold on to our names. So I don't really think that we'd have a case of total assimilation by the time we get to that generation. I think that they're still, at least if it's not in their first names, you know, their, their surname is still very obviously a Nigerian name. So we might as well just give them a Nigerian first name, right? Um <laughs> And I think actually speaking of Ibo, the Ibo language, I mean, I've heard several times, oh, by 20 something, something, the Ibo language will die out and all this kind of scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I never actually really learned it properly. So I'm I'm half Ibo, but I it wasn't necessarily spoken in our household all the time just because my parents were from different ethnic groups so therefore English was the language I think it might have been a different story if both of my parents were of the same you know spoke the same language perhaps so I guess in a sense I almost overcompensate by looking into like history etc just to be like I don't speak the language but I know facts (laughs) what um what other ethnic group are you if you don't mind me asking so I'm also um from Edo state do you have an Edo name? I know I'm going off topic. Like I'm going. I, off. No, I don't. No, um, not no, um, not officially. Um, but I guess you know you do have some names that kind of off label, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> They're not on your passport. Um, but yeah, not not really. With your name being shortened, do you think? I know I've spoken to some people that are like don't be shortening my name unless we have that track record. <laughs> What do you um, think about 
is it that deep basically that's what i'm trying to ask um i think that it's a different layers like people call me depending on how you know me so obviously my family don't call me chinny at all <laughs> they don't even call me my full name really it's more of like zoom that's like my inner circle of like yeah. layers and then if you don't know me from adam then you may attempt my full name <laughs> once we get that rapport then fine um but also i kind of see it as a way of kind of not revealing myself instantly at the first meeting so you don't need to know that until i know you more kind of thing okay 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 so i kind of just see it as layers yeah i feel like you've let us into like a your secret um like the, the enclave yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah once you know me then you can know my story you know so you don't need to know my real name just yet <laughs> um i think we're coming up to i guess the final question which is um what do you want people to know about your name or names in general i think curiosity is good um so if i am curious i do ask oh what does that mean you know because i i want to know in terms of just the culture. I want to learn about the culture or the language. Um, I think that's really important, but not in the sense that, because it can become a bit annoying if that's all you're asked, a bit like if someone was to get a tattoo and they're like, what does that mean? That like, you know, so <laughs> it's got to be kind of asked kind of within the correct setting, I guess. But yeah, I think the importance of understanding um, the meanings of names, um, which is what you do. So <laughs> this is why I like this podcast. <laughs> Um, cause yeah, especially just from different, um, different cultures and it's just like a learning for us all really. I feel, I feel like I've learned so much about Nigeria and the different like ethnic groups yeah. like, on, in Nigeria. I'm like, wow. Mm. Thank you so much, Tini, for chatting to me about your name and yeah, just sharing all those insights about the, the history of africa not just as a continent but the different layers to the continent yeah no it's been it's been a really good chat i've enjoyed it it's been a good one can you like share plug plug the podcast and oh actually, yeah i need to say congratulations on your um book signing oh yeah gosh yeah it's it's been a bit of a whirlwind <laughs> thank you but yes um so i co-host it's a continent with my friend astrid um we're on Twitter at It's a Continent and on Instagram at It's a Continent Pod. And yeah, we do watch out for the link to pre-order our new book. We'll yes. with more information soon. But yeah, we'll be kind of diving into African history. Um, the same kind of light uh, approach that we take, a bit of humour, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's us. Thank you for listening to the No Shame in My Name podcast. Until the next time, bye. forget to like share and follow our content we're on instagram at no shame in my name pods